0: This is Hammond. and
1: Jessica, and
0: you're listening to the Friendly Atheist Podcast. If you like what you're listening to, please go to patreon.com slash friendly atheist podcast. And if you're a $5 a month donor, you get ad free episodes of this show. And we thank you for your support. Hello.
1: Hi. Surprise. We're early this week.
0: I know we are early this week. Uh, but uh, the weird thing is, I never know if we're going to record early. Am I going to have enough stories? Right, And this time around, I'm like... Oh yeah, we're gonna take up like the entire time. Yeah,
1: I'm stoked about this. So, <laughs> Heaven is going out of town tomorrow. Yeah, so we're so doing we're... this today, Wednesday.
0: Um, before I start with any of those, I do have an update from last week because oh, good. we talked about this uh, "quote unquote" pro-life bank. It started oh, yeah, by we got a
1: lot of feedback <laughs> on that. <laughs>
0: we there is basically two anti-abortion activists who were upset because uh, they found out that their local bank or mm-hmm. maybe some national bank they claimed, was giving money to abortion groups, which is not how banks work. Um, And they were like, we're going to start our own bank, and it'll just (laughs) give to pro-life causes with the profits we make.
1: Doesn't this feel like a a junior high play? (laughs) Like, the bank is bad. We'll start our own bank. Kids Bank USA.
0: (laughs) Worst Music Man ripoff. Yeah. And, of course, the weird thing we were talking about last week is, like, can you just start a bank? That seems weird. We actually, I got an email from someone, I won't say her name, but she allowed me to describe her as a former commissioned examiner with the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency and the FDIC. Which I had to look up, but it's a legit thing. She worked with the government okay. and helped regulate God, like smart banks. people listen to this? I know, I can't believe it either. <laughs> but here's what she told me. If if anyone wants to start a bank, mm-hmm. a legit bank, among the things, she's just listing off a few things they would have to have. Capital of at least 10 million dollars. Yeah. Ten million. <laughs> um she said deep pockets, because there will be investigations of financial strength mm-hmm. and character of all proposed directors and senior management. Um, all policies and products reviewed and approved must be approved and reviewed by regulatory agencies,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and there are endless pages of requirements for consumer regulatory requirements, physical security disclosures, and then she said, "quote You wouldn't believe it.
1: I would. <laughs> Starting a bank and sounds extremely hard."
0: <laughs> she actually uh, said, and I love this line: "No doubt they are bonkers, <laughs> but they are not going to be bankers." <laughs> And it's very funny. while that is going, and by the way, that's not the only person we heard from who has experience working yeah, in banks, got a and who's of like, emails. "There's no way they're going to be able to get this going." As of now, I still haven't heard any updates from those activists mm-hmm. as to how their plan is going. Yeah. I'm so looking forward to well, them like admitting, "You guys, we can't do this." <laughs> right. Well,
1: and the funny thing is, like my my instincts immediately in were like, "There's no way this could happen," only because I worked in marketing for a bank, and literally any email i sent out any flyer i put together anything had to go through like five people like five shades of approval to make sure it's cool with everything so like these people do not have that kind of infrastructure like a bank is no fucking junk which is wild because they're all pretty evil and like greedy and terrible and you would <laughs> think that if we have all of these we wait did you say that they were making sure the bank the CEOs are like chill is that was one of the things we had to make sure that they have
0: the to make sure their financial interests and they're going to investigate the hell out of you yeah. basically
1: then it's shocking that all bankers are terrible sorry people who wrote in but <laughs> you know um, I got to stay on brand here I,
0: I look forward to them admitting to everybody that they have no idea what they're doing <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna happen <laughs> I just don't do. know I just don't but I'm not starting a bank Correct. That's the difference.
1: Like, I felt like starting a podcast with just me and Mikey was, like, too big a project.
0: <laughs> Let's give out home loans. Let's, yeah, it would be imagine? great. Can <laughs>
1: imagine? What if some, what if you have to foreclose on somebody's house? What do you do? Then just show up like, hey, hey, it's mine now. Thank you.
0: Bye. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. So, let me get to this uh, first story, which is bananas. It just happened uh, earlier this week. Okay. Okay. Here's the backdrop you need to know for the story, and I'll I'll just pose this question to you. We know there are priests who are not uh, criminals, molesters, anything like that, who are gay, openly gay, Mm -hmm. and they are priests. And we've had this discussion before because there's an open question of what do you do if you're a gay priest? Now, the rules of the Catholic Church say you can be Be a gay priest. You just can't act on it. And there are priests who have uh, straight relationships, Mm -hmm. cis straight relationships outside the church. They have babies that they don't let the world know about. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's one sort of scandal in the church, but there are plenty of gay priests and the church does not care. Uh, By and large, officially, they don't care. Now, if you found out that there was a, a priest who's gay and acting on it, what do you think about that in general? and this is the discussion we've had before because part of me is like i have no problem with it mm-hmm. it does go against the catholic rule book which says homosexual acts mm-hmm. the catechism says homosexual acts are intrinsically disordered mm-hmm. those are the words they use mm-hmm. um they make a big friggin deal like if you're gonna i mean if you're catholic at all you shouldn't be acting on your Uh, Baser instincts. Baser instincts. Uh, The Catholic Church obviously opposes same-sex marriage as an institution. Right. Um, Though Pope Francis has been like, civil unions, just giving them rights? Fine, which, whatever. So generous. I know. But if you're a priest, no relationships for you, no sex for you, that's part of the rule book. Mm -hmm. So I do have a story about a priest who was caught having sex with another man. And part of me is like... I don't care what he does. He is violating Uh, the Catholic uh, rules. So what do you make of that part alone?
1: Um, I sort of think of the whole thing of I'm either a priest or a, a very serious Catholic, despite the fact that I am among the untouchables of the Catholic Church, right? Like, I don't know. If you have decided to commit yourself to the Catholic Church, knowing that those were, that was what you're going to buy into. I mean, to And you me, do
0: know this is what you're going to yeah, buy into. To
1: me, it's a lot like, like smoking at this point. It's like, yeah, we all know, like a lot of people still choose to do it for whatever reason. And that's their right to do so. But like, I don't know, dude, you knew what you're getting into. Like if you're, if you're a lifelong smoker and get some sort of cancer, like.
0: What did you think was going to happen? Uh, exactly.
1: Not that we we've said it
0: when we talk about teachers who sign up to work at Catholic schools yeah. and then they get married to a same sex partner and they're like, I got fired
1: for this. And this is that what times a you- thousand because you're like. Um, like, you're not just... I'm you're not, looking not teaching, for teaching English. here yeah, it's you're not a like... Priest. I have a friend who taught in a Catholic school because she needed a teaching job and that was who right. was hiring. Right, as As opposed to, like, if she was like, I need a teaching job so I became a nun, I'd be like, well... <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's The rules apply far. to you a little more. Okay, here's the next layer of this. Okay, and the he guys, said it was a
1: same-sex couple? Same-sex. So like, uh,
0: it was a guy who... Priest who oh. wanted to have sex with other men. Okay. Okay. The guy's name is Jeffrey Burl, mm-hmm. and he used, I think he used to be a priest within the archdiocese in uh, Wisconsin, mm. but he got promoted. Basically, he's working with the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. He's working in church administration, sure. not just the local diocese. And the USCCB is this pretty conservative institution within the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. It's the one that made news recently because they're the ones who said, Let's draft a policy to make sure pro-choice politicians Mm -hmm. can't get communion. And everyone's like, dude, that takes out like half the Catholic church Mm -hmm. (laughs) who are (laughs) pro-choice. But obviously it was just a dig at Joe Biden. Um, And then after all the public outcry, because like, who are you to say who is a sinner who deserves anything? uh, Even they were like, all right, we're not going to really do that. Okay, but it's a very conservative institution. This guy, Jeffrey Burrell, is working for them. So he's Monsignor Jeffrey Burrell, the General Secretary of the USCCB, a high-ranking sure. U.S. Catholic leader. Oh, and by the way, he happens to be a gay guy, which I don't care, which mm-hmm. even the church wouldn't care about in theory. But he's not celibate. We just found this out. And the reason he's in the news this week is because he resigned. Uh, today is Wednesday, but he resigned, I think, on Monday, and they made it public on Tuesday. So okay. why did he resign? Because they basically caught him. Now, here's where it gets weird and sticky situation, and okay. here's why I wanted to talk about this. How do they find out this guy is gay and acting on it?
1: Can I guess that another priest was on Grindr You're
0: and close. came across? Yeah?
1: Okay, you had somebody caught him on a date? Grindr
0: is involved. Grindr being the basically gay hookup app. Yeah. Um, no, an outside group, an outside dude contacted... I'll give you some background here. The Catholic New News Agency, mm-hmm. like just a Catholic news outlet, they said, in 2018, we were approached by some dude with a proposal. I'm going to quote from their article. This party claimed to have access to technology capable of identifying clergy and others who... Who download popular hookup apps, such as Grindr and Tinder.
1: (laughs) What a fucking snitch.
0: And to pinpoint their locations using the internet addresses of their computers or mobile devices, using their IP addresses. Jesus Christ. So basically what the Catholic New Jersey agency said Uh is some guy came to us and said, I know what these people are doing with their phones. I can track them and I can tell you what they're doing. Do you want that information, Catholic news agency?
1: Oh, it's so they went to a news agency, yes. not to the Catholic Church itself. Right. Ooh, and the news agency that's said, a "Juicy scoop." Hey, it could be.
0: And, and the Catholic didn't... news agency said, "We are not playing this game."
1: Wow. Yeah. Good for them. Actually, they said, we're not doing it. credit yet. where credits due. Uh huh.
0: They said what this person seemed to be proposing. I don't know if they checked this out or it just happened to be. They like he's using publicly available information. Uh huh. But he is. Snooping. Snooping, yeah. yeah. And they're like, it's unethical, however you want to slice it. We're right. not going to play that game. Right. So they said no. Mm-hmm. It turns out there is another outlet. I, I hate. I hesitate to call it a news outlet. But there is a website. I think they operate on Substack. It's called The Pillar. The Pillar yeah. is a Catholic outlet that has in the past posted some, I mean fairly accurate information Mm -hmm. that I've relied on for my own writing. Sure. So I don't doubt the legitimacy of what they're saying. Mm -hmm. But this group, I guess, got approached by the same dude. I don't know when. And they're like, yeah, we'll take that information. So this week, um, actually, I think late last week, they posted information about this guy. Here's what they said. This is in The Pillar, which is a Catholic website. According to commercially available records of app signal data obtained by The Pillar... A mobile device correlated to Beryl emitted app data signals from the location-based hookup app Grinder. Okay, they sc- snooped in, they caught him on Grinder On a near daily basis during parts of 2018, 2019, and 2020 at both his USCCB office mm-hmm. and his USCCB-owned residence. So basically, this guy was using Grindr at home, at work. Yeah. Pretty much every day.
1: That's what everybody does. When they're, like, fucking sitting on the toilet in the office, you <laughs> swipe through Instagram or Tinder or whatever the what fuck you What else are you going to
0: do? Um, and basically, they said, we know he's been doing this on his phone. That does not necessarily mean he's meeting people, correct. but he's using the app. They and went if he's
1: meeting people, it doesn't mean he's having sexual relations with those people. That's correct. Now,
0: they went on to say in the article. Data app signals suggest he was at the same time engaged in serial and illicit ah, sexual okay. activity. <laughs> um, I'm going to jump down. On June 22nd, I think last month, the mobile device correlated to Burl emitted signals from Entourage, which bills itself as Las Vegas's gay bathhouse. Um, Wait, why is in Las Vegas? Uh, he might have been there for work stuff. Okay. Uh, but basically, they said the information they obtained... It covered a two-week—oh, uh, I'm sorry, two 26-week periods, so half a year.
2: Mm-hmm. First
0: was in 2018. Another was in 2019, 2020. Mm-hmm. So over those course of those two periods of time, the data says this guy was using Grinder. He was going to places that gay men go to, uh-huh. and we, I think they had reason to believe he was at people's houses or mm-hmm. vice versa or whatever. I don't think they know what he's doing on his phone Only that he accessed those sites. Gotcha. And he's clearly meeting people at places and going to places. But they're basically stalking this guy. They're snooping on him, invading his privacy.
1: This sucks.
0: Yeah. Now, the Pillar contacted the USCCB, I think, on Friday of last week. And they said, we have some news about one of your employees.
2: (laughs) What do you have to
0: say about this? And they gave him a little while to respond. They never got a response. But uh, this week, the USCCB said, "Uh, this guy's resigning. I should say, here's what they uh, said on their website. I'm going to read you from the USCCB's statement. Uh, This is issued on Tuesday of this week. On Monday, the USCCB became aware of impending media reports alleging possible improper behavior by its general secretary, Monsignor Jeffrey Burrell. What was shared with us did not include allegations of misconduct with minors. However, (laughs) in order to avoid becoming a distraction to the operations and ongoing work of the conference, Monsignor Burrell has resigned, effective immediately. The conference takes all allegations of misconduct seriously and will pursue all appropriate steps to address them. Mm -hmm. That's what they said about this guy. So let's go back to this thing. He's gay. I don't Mm -hmm. care. He's acting on it. I don't care but the Catholic Church does care. Right. I would argue okay they are within their rights to say we know you are acting on it you are violating the oath you took with us. Right. And you shouldn't voluntarily be voluntarily. Voluntarily like, no one forced you to work here. No one forced you to be a priest. Mm-hmm. You can't work here. They could do that. I would even argue they've made it clear it's not a secret thing sure. in the rule book. So I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. I don't even have a problem with, I don't know, this guy, this guy basically being a public hypocrite. Yeah. And I think it's right to maybe, yeah, no, I think it's right to call him out on the hypocrisy. You took the oath. I think so, too. And you're violating the oath. So, you know what? You don't get to represent the Catholic Church. You don't get to work for the administration.
1: I, I, I will
0: say there are, there's a big butt to this coming is up. Is there? Okay. Yeah. Um, I would also argue... You can also criticize this guy because he's not just a hypocritical gay priest. Mm -hmm. He's a guy who works for the USCCB and the Catholic Church, Mm -hmm. both institutions uh, that have actively worked to hurt LGBTQ people. You're not just a random Catholic. You're a Catholic who has worked to hurt other gay people.
1: How do you, with just the information Mm -hmm, I have right mm -hmm. now, how do you feel with this versus say like a Lindsey Graham who has been accused of a similar thing of fighting again, or just any Like fucking, we
0: think you're... We, th- we know you're gay or yeah, something or like that.
1: Yeah, or just any one of a number of politicians who have been anti-LGBT in public and then had gay affairs behind... Did, how, does it make you feel... Do you like think when their is, hypocrisy
0: is exposed.
1: Well, do you think one is worse than the other?
0: Hmm. I'm actually trying to think of... um I'm trying to think of an example of like a Republican politician who uh, is openly gay and wants to... We, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. There was like a state legislator
2: mm-hmm. who was yeah, openly yeah. gay.
0: And he's like, but you're fighting to win a Republican Party seat or you are a Republican in office. Right. And I think the person we talked about, maybe from West Virginia, like he opposed. Yeah, He was on the right side of those issues mm-hmm. on those bills. But he... Is part of the Republican Party, which mm-hmm. is not, and overwhelmingly they oppose that stuff. Right? Is it fair to call them out on it? Yeah. Like, oh, I obviously, like are, I remember, think like log cabin Republicans. Of That's course. a small of group yeah. that actively says the Republican Party is good for yeah. gay people. And it's like, where have you been for the past several decades? Right. Um, yeah, for, I mean, human
1: history. <laughs> call
0: out the hypocrisy for sure. and the bigotry of but these people. Do you
1: think? And obviously, we don't have to. Like, it's not. It's apples and oranges, somewhat. But do you think that the that a gay priest who is doing, you know, if not, if not actively saying homosexuality is a sin, he is at least aligning himself with a group that right. consistently says that. Versus a Lindsey Graham, hypothetically, or somebody else who is like trying to enact laws against... Because I think they're kind of different, right? Like, an anti-LGBTQ law feels different than, like, we, our whole jam is fuck gay people, (laughs) you know? Like, I don't know. it's They're different, but they're very similar, I think. I mean,
0: this guy's dedicated his life to propping up an institution that actively says yeah. you cannot be in a same-sex marriage mm-hmm. and be a part of our church. We're not going to sanction it. Yeah. We're not going to support it. Yeah. You can call yourself a Catholic, but we're not acknowledging that. I mean, you can do all... They take over your life, the right. Catholic Church. That's kind of the whole thing. You know, there must be... Go ahead. Um, sorry, as opposed to, like, laws, which are also awful. But this is get getting back to the Joe Biden question. You can be personally anti-abortion and Catholic mm-hmm. because that's part of your faith. Mm-hmm. But publicly, he says, it's not my business to push my theology on you. Right. Whereas these, the Republicans are like, I don't care what you think about same-sex marriage or LGBTQ people. I see what you're doing and I'm going to judge you for that. Right. I, again, I am fine with criticizing this guy for being anti-gay policy-wise, mm-hmm. even though it's part of the institution. Maybe, arguably, that's worse. Yeah. Because they want you to think you're going to be tortured R- for eternity for doing this shit.
1: I honestly, like, with this particular guy, and obviously there's you've got more mm-hmm. more story coming, but at this point, like, I don't... I, I think there's just so much compartment compartmentalization that has to go on if you are any, in any one of these positions that you're holding two opposing beliefs at the same time. Either gay people are unnatural and sinful or they're just regular humans because I am one and feel this way. Like, there must... He must be able to compartmentalize and I, I don't know, like, I doubt he's a bad, like, capital B, bad dude, but anybody who aligns himself with the Catholic Church, I'm not... I'm suspicious of to be sure, especially if you are one of the people who is targeted regularly by the Catholic church.
0: Yeah. Now let's talk about, uh, this is like the big, but here, Okay. let's talk about where this, where I feel some sympathy for this guy. Cause we, we've now talked about, we've talked about the reasons you shouldn't because he, he supports bigotry. He supports an institution that supports bigotry. Okay. Here's where I feel some sympathy for him. Um, what did he do that was so problematic that basically his career in the church is over? Um, well, he's gay and he wanted to act on it. Mm-hmm. And because he works for the Catholic Church, even he seemed to know I have to do this secretly. Right. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, is that worth ruining his life over? Uh, for the, I mean,
1: obviously, I don't think so. Right, but right. also, like, I, it's hard for me to blame the Catholic Church for right. being upset with him,
0: Total- right? I'm totally with you here. Okay, let's talk about where I'm feeling some sympathy for him. The website, the pillar, they went out of their way. If you read their article, which is really long, yeah. they spend like half the article talking about how there's no evidence he met up with minors. Which, like, no one was suggesting. Whoa, Way that's to bring in that red herring.
1: Which, oh my God, <laughs> now you're just, like, placing it in our head, yeah. so it has to be... Uh, y- 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 they,
0: they, I mean, they spent a lot of time saying uh, grinder has been used uh, by pedophiles to meet young boys... Which is true, I but also... assume
1: Tinder has been... Facebook right, has been used for that. You Twitter can use has a lot u- of
0: things to commit crimes. It doesn't mean everyone's using it for that reason. Right. They falsely suggested that this guy's job at the USCCB, um, his job was to coordinate the response of the Catholic Church in the US mm-hmm. when it comes to sex abuse cases, child sex abuse huh. cases. And they were like, well, now that he's done this, I mean, he is incapable of doing his job well, right, because his job is protecting children or coordinating the response of the church to to children who have been uh victimized, and he's gay and acting on it, <sighs> and they seem to think that poses a conflict sure. which is deeply unfair and totally homophobic, yes, so that's another reason it's like, what the hell is this website right, right. doing? Um, They also spent a lot of time in that Pillar article talking about child sex trafficking, priests who have molested children, the role of hookup apps to facilitate all that. And again, all of that is important, yet Mm -hmm. totally irrelevant to this guy's case. Um, For all we know, this guy wanted to hook up with consensual adults. It was all consensual. It was all with adults. Right. Which goes back to, I don't don't care.
1: Right. Go go live your life. Why would I care?
0: Um. And they even quoted a priest. The pillar did. They quoted, uh, sorry, they quoted a theologian or a professor at a seminary who says that a priest failing to live up to the church's sexual rules is, quote, only a step away from sexual predation. Like,
1: well, I mean, it's a big step. <laughs> I mean, I the, guess you could argue there's a step. Everything it's is quite a step. Large. To, yeah.
0: If you eat that cookie in the cookie jar, you've committed a crime. Therefore, you are capable of murder. It's the same logic
1: exactly true. Like, um, well, God, it's really difficult to listen to. It's one step away from predation as if they give a shit about <laughs> child predators either. Yeah,
0: if the Catholic Church took child predation, uh, predation seriously, right. then maybe you concerned about yeah. the, the stepping stones like, to that.
1: I, I think that's always, always, always going to be the most frustrating thing is when people lump in homosexuality with, with like, pedophilia as yeah. if, like, it's just so stupid and one is a huge problem and one super isn't a problem at all
0: (laughs) right so we said like i mean i i don't have sympathy for gay priests who choose to become priests knowing the rules and then whine about like i can't have sex i can't get married i can't have kids like i mean i'm not
1: unsympathetic but still yes it's (laughs) not like these are new rules it's the fucking catholic church
0: but i also am i'm really upset at the way a gay priest who, by the way, was closeted, and they outed this guy. I don't like the fact that they outed him. They exposed his private life, regardless of whether he was breaking the Catholic rules and not committing a crime, and treating him as some sort of heretic because Mm -hmm. he broke those rules in order to do what? Act on normal desires. Like, really, you want me to be mad at this guy? No, I'm not, I don't. I have a hard time being mad at him for that. Right. Like, I wish I could just go back to being mad at him for working for the Catholic Church. Right. Um, By the way, this happened, all of this is going on, like, a week after the colleagues of Pope Francis were committing financial crimes. Wait, what? And they're going through a Vatican trial right now because the close associates of Pope Francis were basically accused of basically give financial fraud and stuff. When did that happen? That happened like last week. It's not news because it's the Catholic church and it's, it's like a Republican saying something like sure, QAnon. Sure, sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know it's Wednesday. It's a day that ends in day, whatever. <laughs> um, but like those are actual problems. If you're putting right. someone in danger or mm-hmm. you're mishandling your job. Mm-hmm. Or you're committing financial fraud or mm-hmm. whatever. There's so many things wrong with the Catholic Church. Yeah. A priest wanting to have sex with another dude, consensually? Not on the list. Right. At all. They were... I mean, basically, this whistleblower, whoever it is... Not a whistleblower. That's a nice word. This guy who snoops <laughs> yeah, on priests muckraker. in his spare time. Like, he's just... This guy is gay. I'm going to out him and expose him. Why? Do you remember... When I think when Gawker was still a blog, Mm -hmm. like one of the last stories they did was exposing a guy who was like a sibling of a Obama administration official. They were like, this guy's related to him Mm -hmm. and he's some corporate honcho.
2: Okay. And
0: by the way, we found him uh, cheating with a dude on his wife and his kids and stuff. And they posted this as if they had some big scoop and every re- everyone's reaction is exactly what you're Fuck saying you. here. Which is like, okay, fine. Why are we... Po- who cares? Yeah. Why is this our business? Right. And universally... The response was, why are you writing about this? Yeah. Why is his... So inappropriate. ...actions worthy of everyone's knowledge? This isn't a guy who is being... I mean, he's not writing laws saying you can't do this. Right. (laughs) It's not a Republican who is saying one thing, doing another. Right. He's a guy no one knows about. People cheat on
1: their spouses. Like, it sucks, but it's not news.
0: That is not news for everybody. Right. And I'm like, why do I need to know about this priest's phone records? Mm -hmm. That's... mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I should say there. Uh, there's a theology professor, Stephen Millies. He's a theology professor at Catholic Theological Union. He wrote a piece for Religion News Service that actually called out everything we are talking about here. He called out the whist- the, the whistleblower in quote and hands muckraker. Here's what he said: I and he's a Catholic, so I, this is Catholic Christianese language. Oh, okay. But okay. I am a sinner, yep. so are you, so is Monsignor Jeffrey Burl. Not one of us has a personal life that would withstand the sort of scrutiny the pillar has applied to Burl. Every single one of us has had a shameful moment we regret, and I suspect most of us must be caught up in cycles of sinfulness that we repeat less because we want to than because we're sinners and cannot help being sinners. Unless there is some reason to think he has harmed someone else, I feel sure his sins are none of my business as much as my sins are none of yours. As a Catholic, I am bound to believe all that. Which, if you ignore the Christianese, I'm right there with him on the principle, right? Like, if strangers have access to your phone, Mm -hmm. hypothetically, and they could expose it to the world... Like, I'm sure they would find a lot of shit on every one of you listening to this. Yeah. You know who you are. Not me. For sure. I (laughs) do
1: only legal things.
0: They deserve privacy. You deserve privacy. This priest deserves privacy. I know he's a hypocrite. I know who he works for. It doesn't mean what happened to him is something that should be condoned.
1: I have two thoughts on that. One Mm -hmm. is that was honestly the best version of we're, you know we're all sinners, none of us yeah. are saints. So that was a really good version of it because the way he said it was not in that sort of condescending, like, we're all sinners. But, like, when they say I'm a sinner, I mean they mean, like, oh, I didn't tip as well as I should. <laughs> oh, I'm so, ooh, I'm so cheeky. But, like, he genuinely said, if you looked into my private life, of course you would find shit you didn't like because we all do shit, people. Right. Like, we all do dumb shit. I stayed up till 2 in the morning last night because I'm an idiot. <laughs> like, it, anyway, the, the point is, like, It is the best version of like, we're all sinners because it's not just your thoughts are sins or whatever. Like basically he's saying we all do fucked up shit because we're all fucking idiots just bouncing around this <laughs> dumb world trying to figure it out. And like that was a fair, yeah. I think, response. And someone, I respect his response.
0: Someone sent me the Pillar article a few days ago uh-huh. or maybe a couple days ago. At least, whenever you finished reading it, it today. Up. Well, I saw it. I read enough of it to figure out what was going on. And I had the same reaction to that story that I had with the Ben Zobrist getting divorced and, like, his wife is cheating on their pastor who's oh, their marriage I counselor with. I had that ready to was, go and I
1: didn't talk about it.
0: <laughs> which was... I... I Okay, I know there's religion involved here, but this is nobody's business. I
1: know, that's actually why I didn't talk about it because, Benzo, I'm going to talk about it, like, briefly yeah. and, like, not a, I I, was. Did we talk about it or not? No, we didn't. I, I mean, ended I, up
0: posting something about I, it because there was updates to it and stuff, whatever.
1: I talked about it a lot because it's something that I'm kind of invested in, um... So, and it's me being like very small and very petty. So I'm going to start with that. So Ben Zobris was, a, God, did I talk about this? No, I talked about um, it with somebody at a bar <laughs> <laughs> who didn't know anything about baseball. So Ben Zobris was on the 2016 Cubs team. He's, um, fuck. He MVP is of the a, World
0: Series. Yeah, no, he's. When the Cubs won
1: an infielder. My brain isn't working. No, I mean, is he an outfielder? I don't know what well, it he doesn't was anymore. Matter. Anyway, his name is Ben Zobras. He's extremely Christian. By all accounts, a good guy. He had won with the Royals the year in 2015, then came to the Cubs. We won together. Se- By all accounts, a great guy. He was married to a Christian singer whose name I don't know off the top of my head. Um, but Julian. Julian. And she sang the National Anthem at the World Series. She looks like a very Nashville country singer. A lot of blonde hair and a lot of accessories and a lot of glitter like i just found her a little bit tacky as a human um and she's a christian country singer and he like his walk-up song was one of her songs and like it was just this adorable good christian couple capital G capital c um and then in 20 I don't know 18 maybe she uh they split up and then about two weeks ago it and it turned out she was cheating on him which was A big deal. These were like the the good Christian couple. And then uh, maybe two or three weeks ago it came out that not only had she cheated on him, but she had cheated on him with the priest that was giving them couples counseling, which is fucked. And...
0: You can tell why people are interested in the story for the gossip angle It's a right very there. gossipy
1: story, and that is how I perceived it, even though I don't think... I, I wish the best for Ben Zobris. I don't know anything about his ex-wife, like, whatever. Like, I'm not happy about his his fall or whatever, but, like, it's just a really juicy story. And now she's suing him. Have you heard about this? So yeah, after he found out he, she was cheating on him, he took... A while, uh, if Mikey was down here, he could tell me. He took a, at least a month off, I think, from playing the Cubs because he was distraught. And now she's suing him because he took that time off because she said he's not, he wasn't protecting their financial assets as a couple. And so it's it turns out she is like... turns out, it sounds like that she's the worst, which, I mean, I could have told you that, but, like, poor Ben Zobras, he doesn't
0: deserve this. He seems so like a good dude. the point is...
1: I'm so glad I got to talk about it. The point
0: is... Is it any of our business? I would argue the it's first time I saw him, no. Absolutely it's
2: not my absolutely business. Absolutely not.
0: And the only reason I felt obligated to is I'm like, all right, well, this story seems to have more tentacles than just some private right. things. Right. Same with this priest, which is, I don't think it's any of our business, but the fact that it's now getting discussed more and because there are all these other layers attached to the story, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, I guess we do have to talk about it.
1: Well, I think the other thing is this this guy, this so-called whistleblower slash muckraker, he did a lot of good investigative work and it sucks that this is the thing that he focused on. Like what if Ronan Farrow, instead of trying to bring down Harvey Weinstein, was like, "Ooh, I'm going to find like some torrid affair that some nobody had and like pretend that's news. This guy like why does he give a fucking shit?
0: Yeah, that's... Like and if, I don't know why other media outlets are... I don't know which other media outlets are participating or taking this I, information I say, or what. I have what.
1: not seen it anywhere. But, I mean, and if this guy is doing... This guy who's the McGregor was doing it under the guise of, like, protecting the Catholic Church...
0: Which is what he was doing. Yes. Guess
1: what, guys? There's some other shit maybe you should look into. Like, I don't know, some graves in Canada that we're kind of dealing with right now. Like, this guy having consensual gay meetups... ...is not the biggest problem with the Catholic Church. Ugh. We'll we'll move on. Yeah.
0: Listen, I do a lot of research and writing from public places using public Wi-Fi, which is never good if I need to, I don't know, check a bank account or just don't want anyone looking at websites (laughs) that I'm on, which seems appropriate for the story we just did. So sometimes incognito mode isn't enough, since Internet service providers can still see every website that I've been visiting. So to keep my data private, if I go online, I turn to ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure and encrypted servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. It encrypts your data, hides in the background, works on all your devices. So if you think data is your business, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN on the market. If you go to expressvpn.com slash friendlyatheist, you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash Friendly Atheist, one word. We thank them for sponsoring this podcast. I want to talk about... This lawsuit that just came up this week. Okay. I don't know how much of this you've seen, and I'm really curious. I really
1: haven't been on the internet and this much. This is
0: honestly, until this morning when I wanted to talk about that priest, uh-huh. this is the only story we were going to cover, <laughs> honestly. Okay, here's what's going on. Okay. Uh, Twelve women, all anonymous, mm-hmm. uh, though the courts know who they are, sure. the lawyers know who they are. Twelve women anonymously uh, sued Liberty University.
1: Oh. And basically,
0: their claim in the lawsuit is that the school intentionally created a campus environment where sexual assaults and rapes are foreseeably more likely to occur than they would in the absence of liberties policies. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, basically, I mean, there's a thing called Title IX in the U.S. that mm-hmm. basically says men and women uh, are legally obligated. Like, you have to give them the same opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that means discrimination, no discrimination against uh, anyone on the basis of their sex yeah.
1: so usually we see that title IX come up in sports so like women's sports became a thing and then all of a sudden there is more female just athletes. because
0: like male uh, uh, football right. gets money right. you can't say well we're just not going to offer female sports yeah, or I anything th- like that so they offer they don't have to offer the same sports but they but have but to they offer, offer
1: the same number or yeah, something, the, something like same that. number of opportunities or um, something
0: now the interesting thing is Title IX also applies to private schools and private religious schools as long as it doesn't interfere with their faith. You know what I mean? So, look, if your school has a policy that says men can become priests but women can't, Mm -hmm. the government isn't going to step in and say, no, you have to offer women an opportunity to become something identical or similar. No. If it's your faith, they're not going to get involved. Mm -hmm. But everything else, the government can say you got to step in, especially if you want access to any funding or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I should say, Liberty University, again, this is Jerry Falwell School we're talking about, used to be. uh, This is how Liberty University puts it on their website. And I think this is worth bringing up. Liberty University complies with Title IX of the Education Amendments of 1972, which prohibits unlawful discrimination on the basis of sex in the university's programs and activities. Uh-huh. Liberty University does not unlawfully discriminate on the basis of sex in any of its educational or employment programs and activities. Nor does Liberty University tolerate sex discrimination or sexual harassment. Okay. Now that said, they that's might their, argue like, official that's their official party statement. line. They would argue, like, well, we don't have to accommodate transgender people because that goes against our faith and we're not accommodating same-sex relations. Okay, that is a faith thing. I have mm-hmm. a problem with that. We'll talk we've talked about that. Yeah. That's not the issue here. Yeah. Okay. What these women who are suing are saying is that liberty did not live up to Title IX requirements, which is a which is unconstitutional. Sure. Um, and they actually, because of their rules, everything got worse. And what they're specifically referring to is the rule book on campus Mm -hmm. called The Liberty Way. It's like the student handbook you get when you go there. Sure. And more or less, I mean, without going into all the details, because that would take many, many episodes, The Liberty Way basically says... Listen, I don't care if you're an adult. Mm-hmm. You are not bringing someone of the opposite sex to your dorm room. Uh-huh. If you do, the door better not be closed. This is how long your shorts must be. This oh, is Jesus. it's the very specific policy that seems better suited to grade school mm-hmm. but which liberty applies to their Christian adult students. Mm-hmm. And what these women are saying is that rule book made our lives worse and it did it so in a way that violated the law. Okay. I want to tell you their stories okay. because holy shit, they're insane, and I don't want to listen. You, if you are not comfortable hearing this stuff, you should just turn this off. Um, but so
1: just rape CW for some rape of it, sexual assault,
0: yes, okay. and and arguably other stuff that is also awful. Okay, and I should say very little of this has to do with Jerry Falwell Jr., who has been at the center of all of these mm-hmm. sex scandals. Oh
1: yeah, Liberty University is terrible in and of itself.
0: Yes. Um, like Falwell has had a bunch of sex scandals and he was in charge when some of this stuff was going on, mm-hmm. but he's not the main source of all these problems. They're arguing this is a school centric policy problem. Okay. Uh, it's not one dude mm-hmm. who's doing this. Okay. Again, telling you their stories because I think you have to hear these in whole, I'm reading through the lawsuit and I'm reading these stories and I'm like, okay, I see the headlines about what the lawsuit is. Mm-hmm. But when I actually heard the stories, it's like, oh, my God. Again, I should say they're all allegations. The school, I should say, says, well, we will definitely take these seriously and look this stuff up as mm, best we can. Hold my okay. breath. Here's Jane Doe number one. She's a former employee at Liberty. She oh. said a few. Oh,
1: employees.
2: D- former
0: employee. This oh. one. In 2013, she told her supervisor, his name is Keith Anderson. You're going to want to remember that name. She told her supervisor, Keith Anderson, that she had some allergic reaction at work. And he said, don't worry, I'll give you medication at home. I'll deliver it to you at your place. And she's like, no, I'm good. And then he came to her house. Mm. She never gave him her address. What? But he came to her house. What time did he come to her house? Oh. 2 a.m. No. Um, and then he said, I'm not leaving until you take this pill, which was unmarked. And like, it doesn't say Tylenol on it or whatever. Jesus. Um, she took it because <gasps> she was kind of afraid. Um, and then she, she took the pill and she's like, okay, you can like go now. And he still wouldn't leave. He said he wanted to make sure she got to bed safely. Okay, here's from the actual lawsuit. Shortly thereafter, Jane Doe 1 became woozy and passed out on her sofa. Mm. She woke up sometime later with Anderson's hands on her neck, whereupon she again demanded that he leave and threatened to scream to alert the neighbors and call the police. He leaves. But then he comes back to her place the next day, denying that he touched her, Then he says, basically, I brought some medicinal cream. Let me rub it on you. And she says no. And he's like, but I have the cream. And I'm saying this. This is not in the lawsuit. But eventually she complies. Mm -hmm. Like, fine. Like, do it so you don't hurt me, I guess. As he rubs cream on her back, he kissed her, quote, forcefully and against her will. When she rejected his advances... Oh, guess what? It turns out she's only here on a foreign visa. <gasps> he said he would no! have her deported if she told anybody what he did, which he had the power to do since he was her supervisor and she's here on the H-1B visa. He, his threats continued and he told people she worked with that she suffered from mental illness. She eventually told Liberty's HR department what happened. They did nothing. They said the man in question, Keith Anderson, was, uh, was a man of God. And she was trying to, quote, smear his reputation. Mm,
2: mm-hmm. They
0: conducted an investigation, but it resulted in no consequences for him. She had told friends what had happened in the moment. Mm-hmm. They didn't interview any of those witnesses. Sure. Uh, and then she was denied promotions. And then a year after she made that complaint, she was fired.
1: Jesus fucking Christ. That
0: story won. And so, again, the fact that they said Title IX requirements, we will conduct an investigation mm-hmm. because this is obviously... Uh, a problem for women. We want to make sure you're safe on campus. She says their investigation didn't do anything. Hence, she's part of the Title IX lawsuit. Okay, Jane Doe II, former Liberty student. She was just being straight up stalked by a man who wasn't a Liberty student. But she asked the school, like, can you help protect me? And so they said, fine, he can't come on campus, which they have police. Like, okay, if we see him, we're going to arrest him. But they didn't let her change her dorm or change her on-campus job, which meant her stalker could easily find her. He knew where she's going. Here's from the lawsuit itself. After notice was served that this guy can't come on campus, Jane Doe, too, was assaulted by three men outside of a tunnel connecting the two sides of campus. At the time, she had been walking from her student job to her dorm, both of which were known to her stalker.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Now, she said... Uh, she was raped during that attack, and she reported that to Liberty's police and administrators. Uh, administrators, They didn't tell her she could request a Title IX investigation, which she had the right to do, but she didn't know that was a thing you could do. Of course. They also, she also requested, can you make that tunnel safer, more lights, mm-hmm. cameras, whatever, because it's dark and scary. They didn't do that. One administrator at Liberty's executive vice president, Ron Godwin, told her if she didn't feel safe on campus, she could leave. Then he told her, Well, look, you could see a counselor off campus if that makes you feel better. Um, who that counselor blamed her for basically being a rape victim. Guess who that counselor was? It was Ron no. Godwin's wife.
1: Wait, wait, wait. The wait. guy who
0: told her, you can leave if you don't feel safe here, but let me recommend a counselor off campus.
1: Fuck that guy. It Seriously? was his wife.
0: She eventually, the student, left the school.
1: Oh, yeah? No. Why?
0: Okay. <sighs> the school has an obligation to tell students, and they usually do this at orientation or mm-hmm. something, like, here are your rights within Title IX, in the, uh, the law. Yeah. Jane Doe three, former Liberty student. In 2017, she says she went to a party where she admits she drank a little alcohol. Not Mm. a lot, but she did black out. Mm Because if you don't drink, a little goes a long way. Next thing she knows, a male Liberty student that she came to the party with, uh, he was, quote, on top of her. When she woke up the next day, she was, uh, that guy had a friend. She was in the friend's apartment and she saw the guy again, the guy she came to the party with, and everything got worse. I'm going to quote from the lawsuit. She found her friend who grabbed her, forced her on the bed, digitally penetrated her, removed her bra, grasped her breasts and neck so forcefully as to leave bruises, and forced her into penetrative sex, all without her consent and over her objection. Now, she wanted to report all this to Liberty's Title IX department, but her RA said don't do it because you will be punished for drinking. Because that violates the Liberty way. Now, to the girl's credit, she reported it anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, To the woman's credit, she reported it. Now, during the course of the investigation, there were pictures she took, smartly, she took pictures of her body after the attack. She had bruises on her body. But according to Liberty, they were all, I mean, they were all removed from her file, though, which she saw. And she's like, why did you remove these pictures from Mm -hmm. my file that is about the attack on me? Yeah. And according to Liberty, she says they were too explicit.
1: Fuck you.
0: Liberty eventually dismissed the case. The male student faced no consequences. And then he allegedly, uh, quote, began a campaign of harassing her, culminating in a frivolous lawsuit against her. She tried to take her own life later. She was thankfully unsuccessful. She later dropped out of school.
2: Yeah.
0: That's number three. I'm still doing this. Again, Mm -hmm. you have to hear all of these to understand this is not a one-off. This is not one bad egg or one bad administrator. Systemic. Mm -hmm. Okay. Jane Doe four former Liberty student. Uh, she told a member of the school's hockey team that she didn't want to have sex with him. He forced her to anyway in the backseat of his car. He then blamed her for not being more forceful to stop him.
1: That's what happened to me. <gasps> That's my rape story. Aww.
0: And he said she, next time she should just slap him in the face. So when the title, uh, school's Title IX department investigated the matter, they told the students to stay away from each other but the athlete showed up at her workplace. She asked her manager to make sure he wasn't in contact with her, and then Liberty punished her. Why did they punish her? Because, you see, they told the students to stay away from each other, but because she told her manager, hey, you need to keep him away, here, I'm quoting from the lawsuit, Liberty University's Title IX department thereafter contacted Jane Doe Ford to inform her that by asking a third party to have contact with her assailant, even to advise him he was in violation of the stay-away order, she was herself in violation of the order. The Title IX department threatened punishment if she repeated the bogus violation.
1: Okay, it's one i I'm just going to pour like a small glass of yeah, wine go for myself. For it. You I'll keep, keep talking.
0: talking. So the next time he comes to her workplace, she did call campus police. And guess what? The school said you have violated your stay-away order. And she had to go to a secular court, like off campus, and request a restraining order to stop him from coming after her. And then, later on, the school, Liberty University, decided the rape was actually consensual because she had admitted they fooled around in the past. Sure. And then, by the way, the athlete filed his own Title IX complaint against her, saying she made a false allegation. How is that Title IX complaint? Uh, I... Guess the false allegation hurt him as a man? I don't know. (laughs) But uh, things then got worse because she started dating another guy. I'm quoting from the lawsuit. She entered into an initially platonic friendship with the man who led her... This is fucked up.
1: Oh, this is going to be fucked up. Yeah,
0: this part. (laughs) She entered into an initially platonic friendship with the man who led her to believe that he was a member of the Lynchburg Police Department. The platonic relationship progressed and... Jane Doe Forrest slept with the police officer. Mm -hmm. After she did, the officer confessed he was not a member of the city of Lynchburg's police department, but was instead a member of the Liberty University Police Department. Not the same. That he had responded to her prior calls about her attack, basically thinking, oh, I know this person, what she does. And he said he might become involved in the investigation of the retaliation allegations. He also confessed he was married to another woman.
1: Wait. So this guy said he was a cop, but he's a... He's a university cop. cop. Which means he
0: knows stuff about the students that the regular cops wouldn't know, because why would they know anything about
1: them? Also, sidebar, I always forget that Liberty University is in Lynchburg, and it just makes me so uncomfortable every time. Um, So wait, wait. So he said he was a cop. He said he was a cop, but he's not really a cop. Well, he's a,
0: yeah, campus cop. So
1: he lied to have sex with her, which is rape.
0: And he knew he probably could get away with that because he had been the one who knew she had called the police about getting raped, which in his mind meant she's easy. Uh,
1: did he target her?
0: I that's is what I, that all is, that's in front of me right What here. I want
1: to know is, did he see her that night that he took her report or whatever, decide, like, she's hot and obviously a slut or whatever he thought, and I'm going to go after her?
0: It's a, it's a good question. Because I
1: will tell you what, like, fucking pizza delivery dudes and shit like that, that happens all of the time. All the time.
0: I People read, text. I read you what's in the lawsuit. Yeah, so everything no. else anyway, you can sorry. Yeah, Keep no. going. Uh, pour me some wine. Okay. Uh, she also tried to take her own life after that. She was unsuccessful. Then she graduated later. So that was four. Jane Doe, five.
1: Is that a 12?
0: Uh, yeah, sorry.
1: I mean I, I know. I'm just going to open That's this not box. a
0: sarcastic angry sorry. That's a no. I'm legit sorry, but I'm reading these because Yeah,
1: this is honestly deeply very troubling and yeah. for me personally. That's just me pulling The, the sound
0: th- you hear is just pouring the wine for well, me it's, in it's, the bag.
1: It's taking the bag of the wine out of the box Thank of you. the wine cuz I'm uh, Jane Doe
0: 5. It. She was a former Liberty residential student meaning she lived on campus. While living on campus, she became pregnant with her boyfriend. Uh, When word got back to school officials, they said, you have 24 hours to move out. You're being evicted. You're being expelled. 24 hours? 24 hours.
1: That can't be legal. Um,
0: Well, so the the policy says you can't have sex until you're married. That is in the rule book. But uh, there's no rule about saying... what the time frame is for kicking someone out? So she said, even though the school didn't have that policy in writing, the twenty-four hour get out of here rule, they told her, like basically, you got to leave because you're a quote bad example to other students. She says,
1: now I'm not, uh, I, I don't profess to know a ton about basically anything, but I have to think that housing is a not a campus. I mean, obviously they have say in what goes on, but like when it comes to housing rule there are laws about that that are like Vir- Virginia? Is that where they are?
0: Uh, Lynchburg, Virginia. And Virginia
1: yeah. law, right? Like, you I don't c-
0: know if dorms qualify <sighs> under that. This is a campus housing situation, so yeah, I, maybe still, they have the you, power to kick her out.
1: Yeah, maybe, but I have to think, like, usually you have to give a pretty decent time frame to...
0: You would think, like, and that's you her get argument. A month
1: to find I, another place. She's 24 not, hours is she's, insane. She's
0: not saying you had no right to expel me. She's saying, no, you can't course. just say 24 hours, get out of here. They gave her an out, though. They oh. said, if you marry your boyfriend, we'll let you stay. And then, wait, it gets fucked up more.
1: Christians really took marriage seriously, and you shouldn't go into is it without... This how seriously... Uh.
0: So the boyfriend, which, as far as we know, he's fine right here, He's he said, fine, I'll marry you. He asked campus officials, hey, can I take her on a romantic hike so I can at least propose within this 24-hour time frame you're giving? Can I take her on a romantic hike? They, and he even showed them the engagement ring he wanted to give her. They said, No. They said, get married right now, or she's kicked out. So they got married.
1: Wait, literally on the spot? Like, like,
0: pretty much. courthouse type? I think so. Jesus. And they got married. The school still said... I
1: guess in a religious school, it's probably easy to find somebody who can marry you at any given time. You would think. But still, marriage certificates are a thing. This all is garbage. I hate this place.
0: The school still said, she can't live on campus. Bad example. You're pregnant. We know you got Mm married. We know you got pregnant before you got married. They also said she's not allowed to breastfeed or pump on campus after she had the baby. On campus anywhere? Even though employees are allowed to do that. They have women who teach there. They're allowed to use What's the point of that rule? Uh, There were no policies about any of this in the rule book. Like, it really does sound like they're making it all up as they go along here.
1: Like, I couldn't go to a bathroom and pump? Like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? It's a medical necessity. um,
0: They have... quote, secure lactation rooms on campus, which is basically we have private space if you need to breastfeed or pump. Right, Employees are allowed to use it. They basically told her, you're not an employee here, so you can't. It took six months of her complaining before school officials said, fine, you can use those rooms. And now, it's
1: six months into having a having a baby. baby. Yeah. <sighs> okay, yeah. yeah. But just give me one second to... Okay. Oh, cool.
0: yeah.
1: All right, I'm good. Let's keep going. That one wasn't...
0: Number six, As bad. also a Liberty residential student living on campus, okay. she was a lesbian. She was not out about it. She wasn't open about it, mm-hmm. and she experienced bigotry on campus. Surprise, surprise, including a professor who said all homosexuals would certainly go to hell. Oh, sweet girl. Uh, I'm so sorry. When she came out to her RA, she was told there was time to repent oh. and turn straight. And this student tried that. She even tried dating a guy who happened to be a Liberty graduate. Now, she wasn't interested in having sex with him. Mm. Surprise. Hmm. Um, and that's besides the school zone. You can't have sex before marriage right. rule. <laughs> um, and one day, it turns out, he gave her alcohol. And at one point, she says he gave her a date rape drug and then climbed on top of her. She tried to fight back by biting him. When she fin- But then she passed out. When she finally awoke, hours later, she was in his car being dropped off at her dorm her dorm mates were the ones who ended up taking, to her, uh, taking her to a hospital, Aww. and that's where she found out she was missing her underwear and her bra. Um, Liberty officials, I guess they, someone reported this to them, they made an appointment for counseling for her. Uh, I'm going to quote here from the lawsuit. She was confronted by Liberty for drinking and fined $500 she was also told, uh, she was told her transcript would not be released unless and until she paid the
1: $500. Mm, Ball State did that to me with a parking ticket.
0: Mm-hmm. So the same. Transferred to another school.
1: Jesus. Wait, was she, uh, was she vaginally raped? Did, did they say? Um,
0: or? I don't remember. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll do one more then. I'm taking like a short break here. This is number seven. This is a, also a former Liberty residential student. She was dating a guy who was not a Liberty student, and one time she was at his place, I assume off campus. They were watching a movie. They drank some wine, both of them. The guy fell asleep. She heads back to campus. As she is leaving his place, his roommate, who is a Liberty student, she says, assaulted and raped her. And despite the presence of semen on her body after that, she had no understanding of... How to undergo a rape kit? Of course not. No one ever told her that. And because she worked with the school's apartment that handled appeals for Title IX complaints, and she knew how useless they were, she didn't bother making a report about it. Of course it. She, didn't. she didn't think anyone would help her. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a short break here
2: mm.
0: to talk for about for commercial for a commercial because <laughs> otherwise I'm not gonna be able to get through this. Yeah. Um, Listen, I was trying to, I I mentioned this before, but I was trying to get my parents a present. They're notoriously hard to please. And so I was able to take a picture of my kids. Mm -hmm. You know, they like the kids. They like the kids. I uploaded it. I uploaded that picture at Mm paintyourlife.com. And the site said they could turn it into a professional hand-painted image of any size I wanted. So I got to either pick an artist or have them pick it out for me. I let them do it. I got to, I got multiple emails that said, here's the current draft of the painting. Do you like it? Do you want to change anything? Is
1: it like direct, like a photorealistic?
0: Photorealistic. Okay. They're like, do you want to modify anything Uh here before we kind of make this the final product? So I had a chance to weigh in. Uh Easy to do. Um, I finally got the final product last week and I gave it to my parents. They absolutely love it. It is such an awesome gift. It is personal. It is different. They will use, to my surprise, I thought you had to give them like some super high-res sure. pick. No, they will use whatever picture you give them, nice. and their quality is is awesome. At If you want that too, if you go to paintyourlife.com, there's no risk either. This also surprised me. If you don't love the final painting, your money is refunded, mm-hmm. guaranteed. And right now, as a limited time offer, you can get 20% off your painting. So 20% off and free shipping. Mm-hmm. And to get this special offer, all you have to do is text the word FRIENDLY to 64000. That's FRIENDLY to 64000. 000. 64000. 000. Text FRIENDLY to 64000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Terms apply. You can read those. They're available at PAINTYOURLIFE.com slash terms Again, friendly to 64,000.
1: Yeah, I was shocked about how fast it came in, too. I feel like we just talked about it like two weeks ago, and then the following week, you're like, I have it. I have a painting of my children. Yeah. Like a fancy man. Really
0: easy. All right, you want to get back to these stories?
1: I mean, I was having so much fun thinking about getting a fancy painting of Dottie, but I guess we can talk about rape and shit.
0: We'll go back to this.
1: Where's my comfort dog?
0: <laughs> Jane Doe, number She's eight. A slave. Jane Doe, number eight. She's a former Liberty employee. She was sexually harassed by a guy named, wait for it, Keith Anderson. The guy I kn- remember him. Yeah, Jane Doe, number one, had problems with him, too. Uh, Anderson apparently made inappropriate comments about her to other people. And despite witnesses and complaints to HR, the school did nothing to punish Anderson. In fact, they told him about the complaints. And then I'm quoting from the lawsuit. Anderson then retaliated against Jane Doe eight by, on the one hand, increasing his campaign of inappropriate and sexual comments. What's his
1: first name again? Keith. Keith.
0: And on the other hand, by telling others he was staying away from her because he because she thought he said something inappropriate. Like how dare you mistake my haha jokes (sighs) for harassment?
1: He's a member of the student health and wellness staff.
0: Hmm. They hire the best. Jane Doe, number eight, eventually left Liberty because of the harassment, Mm -hmm. though she also said it was because of her pregnancy. She Mm -hmm. was pregnant at the time to avoid making things worse.
2: Uh,
0: Jane Doe, number nine, former Liberty student, both on campus and online. She was engaged to a man she met at Liberty, and she says he soon began abusing her emotionally and physically, Mm -hmm. and it was so bad that he, quote, once, he, quote, locked her into a gas station bathroom, and attacked and strangled her. Oh, Jesus. The abuse affected her grades, but she worried about asking for help because he was a well-liked student and had powerful connections. How powerful? Well, there was once a party hosted by a Liberty administrator that he was invited to. So she is at this party. That administrator drank. He got drunk. He told students to drink. He yeah. talked about his wife's boob job. What? All of which is... Like, socially inappropriate? It's just tacky. And also, if a student at Liberty did any of those things, Mm. it was grounds for expulsion. Mm -hmm. But here's a Liberty administrator saying one thing, doing another. Mm -hmm. I mean, it violated the Liberty way. But there were never any consequences for him. And based on her experiences, Jane Doe, number nine, knew that reporting his conduct would result in retaliation against her. She said that her boyfriend and and her later broke up. She asked for counseling. They referred her to a counselor, but never told her about Title IX assistance. Mm. And that counselor told her to move on and leave it alone. And when her professors asked about her lower grades because she was suffering in class, she told them about the abuse. They reported it to Title IX office, Mm. which is good of them. Which, by the way, they were obligated to do, but they also did it. Um, but no investigation
1: only goes so far.
0: No investigation ever happened. That was number nine. Uh, Jane Doe ten, former Liberty student. She lived in a dorm with like a brother, a uh, uh, two sisters, so three women in the dorm. So her and two siblings, they set her up with a family friend of theirs, and that man later sexually assaulted her. But what began as closing Like, they were once together, she closed the door, which the school prohibited, and that led to oh. him touching her legs, then fingering her against her will, and then it got worse. As the relationship progressed, they were still together after this, the boyfriend, I'm quoting from the lawsuit compelled her to perform manual or oral sex on him with threats that he would injure her if she she refused to do so, that he would injure himself,
2: or that
0: he would report her to the student conduct office for the sexual conduct they had already engaged in, directly taking advantage of the weaponization of the Liberty Way. Like, he knew Mm -hmm. they had done stuff together, and he knows that could get her in trouble, Mm -hmm. so he's going to use that against her. So he was using the school's own crazy, insane Christian policies to compel her into having sex with him. The next year, they're still together at this point. At a friend's wedding, he raped her at their Mm -hmm. hotel. This is all off campus. She told her roommates, who were the siblings, who initially set them up, and they told school officials. But it didn't help. This is from the lawsuit. Although Jane Doe 10 attempted to make clear that she was the victim of a rape, Liberty University's Student Conduct Office gave her no opportunity to do so and instead forced her to sit with her rapist and apologize to her roommates for violating the Liberty Way. My God. The Title IX office never investigated that. Two more. Jane Doe 11, former Liberty student. She began dating a Liberty student who uh may have had a wrestling scholarship, that's why he was on campus. They had consensual sex, which was still a violation of school rules. Mm-hmm. But one time she didn't want to have sex with him and he raped her. She didn't report the incident, guess why?
1: Come on. I mean, a million reasons but women don't ra- report that stuff yeah. because not just Liberty doesn't take them seriously. Nobody
0: does. Yeah, and she, feared, cares. she feared Liberty would punish her because they had consensual sex. Of course. Now, the two of them then broke up. I mean, or They broke up around that time. Then he began stalking her, following her on campus, parking next to her, even threatening her life. She soon reported that to the Office of Student Conduct, and the school issued a stay-away order, but the stalking continued. She filed for a restraining order from a secular court, mm-hmm. but he violated that too. And I'm quoting from the lawsuit. The university never offered Jane Doe 11 counseling, escorts, dorm or class school changes. I'm sorry, dorm or class schedule changes Mm -hmm. or otherwise supported her during the Title IX investigation. The investigation continued into 2020 and Jane Doe 11's harassment continued during the same period. The only thing Liberty did was ban the wrestler from campus until she graduated. He'll be back on campus next year.
1: Find a new target. Mm -hmm. Younger one, probably.
0: They saved the worst for last.
2: Oh.
0: Jane Doe, 12. I was really hoping these were, like, tapering. Yeah, no. Uh This is an adult now who said when she was a child, this is in the year 2000, No, she attended a summer debate camp at Liberty. And during that camp... She forgot some notes in her dorm room. She went back to get them. By the way, the school head said, here's the safety protocols sure, we're taking. Course. There's always going to be someone looking after you. So she forgot some notes in her dorm room. She goes back. She runs into a guy whose name is Jesse Matthew. Um, older. Not a, not a child, like yeah. she was. A student on when campus. When you say
1: she's a child, can you give me an age range? Um,
0: I think it's in here somewhere, but I don't know off top of my I head.
1: I feel like you said it was a debate camp.
0: Fifteen. 15. Fifteen. Okay, I was going to
1: say, yep. I I, I want to know if she was High seven school. or if she was yeah. 17. Yeah. So she
0: runs into this guy in her dorm. His name is Jesse Matthew, who tells her he's going to go on another date with another debate student there, but she'll do. The lawsuit says he, Jesus. quote, grabbed her and carried her into a bathroom. She was screaming, but there was no help on the way. Mm-hmm. She eventually ran away from him. But he caught up to her, groped her, tried to strangle her, and eventually ran away while asking her not to Mm -hmm. call the police. And in that state of shock that she's in, she just couldn't figure out how to like dial 911, which is a traumatic thing. But a friend helped call campus police. (laughs) And they soon caught the guy. They soon caught Jesse Matthew. And then things got worse. During the interrogate, I'm quoting, during the interrogation, the police required her to write two separate uh, written statements and then accused her of fabricating the story because minor details between the two were not identical. During this time, at least one officer asked Jesse Matthew uh, for an autograph. He was on the football team. Uh, asked you him, You
1: are fucking kidding quoting me. Quoting from the lawsuit,
0: during this time, at least one officer asked him for an autograph, remarking that it would be worth a lot of money someday. Officers say he denied any contact with her and she said to them, smart 15-year-old. She says there were security cameras. Yes. Officers then changed their story and oh. said he admitted contact but it was consensual, he said. She reminded them it wasn't and there's DNA under my nails because I fought him and they said that was probably the result of quote scratching his back no, during no, consensual no. sex. No. Then they threatened her with expulsion from summer camp for a different reason. The police, I'm quoting, the police also told Doe 12 that she could be expelled from the camp because she was wearing pants in an academic building, which at the time, which was at the time a violation of the Liberty was Way. It
1: 2000, you
0: said? Uh, the, her pants were, they suggested, the reason why she had been approached for sex.
1: Fuck you, really?
0: I, what is that, yoga pants or something? I... That's my, and that's what I'm imagining, like, why they would say that.
1: Any, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't It's not
0: jeans, I imagine, or something. No, no,
1: I don't, it's very recently that women were allowed to wear pants in the fucking halls of Congress, so I Mm, do not doubt that Liberty University has a skirt or dress mandate for their, for their women, even their non-student women, who are minors.
0: Fair point. Uh, those police. And
1: even if she was wearing yoga pants, maybe don't rape her real quick.
0: Yeah, uh, that's what I'm getting at, Yes. Those police then told her to rescind her complaint or they would file they would charge her with filing a false report cuz they said it was consensual. She refused to do that and then they told her to strip naked as part of an investigation. She refused. This is this isn't the cops. This is This is the cops.
1: This is the so that's actually like that is a thing that cops do. Could be.
0: Now she refused saying only a doctor or nurse should be doing Which that. Which is fair,
1: especially she's a minor. I forgot that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Police refused to take her to a hospital too. She eventually allowed a female debate coach to photograph her naked body, which I would argue I don't think that's allowed either, but okay. It, 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 I, I don't know. I do. Okay. It, it is. Okay. Uh, from the lawsuit, the photographs were comprehensive, including a photograph in which jo tw- Jane Doe 12 was forced to lean over a desk and spread her butt cheeks for the camera. At the time, she was 15. Ooh, okay. Uh, J- Jane Doe 12's mother and guardian was never contacted regarding the photographs, cool. and she did not consent to such photographs. And when the girl was allowed to leave, the police required her to wash her hands, destroying that DNA evidence. Um,
1: yeah, it's almost like cops don't give a flying fuck about women.
0: Oh, I'm not done.
1: No, there, there
0: simply With this can't story, be more. She soon found out other friends of hers, I think at the debate camp, had been approached for sex by Matthew. same guy? Same guy. But no one reported it because they feared getting expelled, quote, because their, quote, clothing had been too revealing. Another reason the Liberty Way policies made their lives worse. So to the point where they can't even report this. Also not done. Okay. Last year when the Jerry Falwell Jr. scandal became public Mm -hmm. and all that stuff happened with Jerry Falwell Jr. Do you remember like he had bragged? I don't remember if it was to uh, Michael. What's his face? The lawyer for Trump. Uh, That that guy. Yeah. But they were saying he, Jerry Falwell, showing pictures of Liberty students. And the one I heard was like, there was an Instagram photo of a Liberty student at the time, an adult, but she was in a bikini and he had like saved it on his phone and he's showing it off to people. And he had photos of his wife in compromising positions. When that story Wait, came out, of
2: oh yeah, I forgot this. Right. Okay, when yeah.
0: this that story came out, Jane Doe twelve, who's now an adult, mm-hmm. worried that her naked picture was being trafficked by the police to Falwell, though there's no evidence of that. Of but she sought counseling because of that. Funny. and by the way, Matthew, the guy who did all this stuff, uh, later on, he was accused of rape by another student, and separately from all of that, fifteen years later. In 2015, he pleaded guilty to two counts of murder. <gasps> He's going to spend the rest of his life in prison. So He's you guilty. have to
1: re- repeat that yeah. last sentence so I can contextualize the it. The
0: guy who she says sexually assaulted Matthew. Her. Yep. And then footballer. later, and also allegedly did the same thing to her friends, or at least tried to, and who later was accused of rape by another student, said a few years ago he pleaded guilty. To two counts of murder.
1: I need to find out everything about that yeah. monster.
0: Anyway, okay,
1: Matt. I'm what done. was his first name?
0: Jesse Matthew. Jesse Matthew. Um, um, listen, here's the yeah, down. Here's I'm the sto- here's the reason we're doing all this. Those stories are important. These are all allegations. Liberty says, "Well, we're going to investigate all of this," but also, where the fuck were you when all of this was happening, and they needed your help? Mm-hmm. Um, some of these stories, like, what are you going to do with a story that's 15 years old? That's hard to. You could do an investigation, but like who trusts them to do this investigation? Again, the lawsuit from these women, all of whom are anonymous in the lawsuit, says Liberty University enabled on-campus rapes while suppressing legitimate complaints of assault, rape, and harassment. Mm-hmm. They actually there actually are seven different charges in the lawsuit, ranging from negligence to creating a hostile environment, to deliberate indifference. Basically saying you violated the law. You didn't do what you were supposed to do under the law repeatedly. Mm -hmm. This is not a Christian thing. This is not a liberty has rules and and we don't like them thing. Mm -hmm. This is saying your rule book unfairly discriminates against women, which is one thing. But because of that, it actually led to constitutional violations because you're putting us in danger Mm -hmm. because of these rules. I mean, I'm not going to read you Liberty's stupid soundbite. They're like, "Well, we are opposed to all of this." Whatever.
1: We we hate people have been
0: complaining about the Liberty way and the way it punishes people for the stupidest things forever. But it's also that's their rule books or whatever. I should make clear: the women are not asking for any specific dollar amount. They do ask for a jury trial, um, and uh, they do ask, as anyone does, pay for court costs and anything the jury deems appropriate. But they are not saying we want a specific dollar amount from the.
1: What's their goal? They don't have a just goal. Just to hold them responsible? Hold
0: them accountable. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what it's all about. Um, that lawsuit was filed this week. I don't know if it'll go anywhere. I, I don't know how strong of a standing they have. Mm-hmm. But it was filed. And I think, I mean, look, if nothing else, just realize their issue here is saying And this is the takeaway you should take. Because unfortunately, these stories, as you could tell, are not Mm one-offs. These are the same problems affecting so many women in so many similar ways. It's not just liberty either. This happens on secular campuses too. So they're saying liberty's rules made things worse for them. Mm -hmm. Like you can hold public schools accountable too, saying they didn't do enough to protect me. But these women are saying liberty's rules made it so that I was in danger. And women are not safe on this campus because if something happens to you, there's their basic response is like, well, what were you wearing? Did you drink? We mm-hmm. got to punish you for the drinking. Like, they are not concerned. And these are not new. No. Uh, now, people have been complaining about this for years. I have not seen a lawsuit this detailed and this damning. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, anyone who works at this school, administrator at this school, I, there's no name mentioned on here. I don't like, they're not going to go after one person or something, but what is, I mean, the question is how is Liberty going to hold themselves accountable to prevent, I mean, to prevent any of this from happening in they the won't. future. They they don't I care. don't know what they, don't they give would, a shit. right.
1: They truly don't. And I think, um, I think one of the main problems I can see here is, um, sort of, black and white thinking that a thing is either wrong or it's right. And if it's wrong, it's the same amount of wrong as anything else. Right. So if yeah, you all sins
0: are exactly.
1: Sins. So if you were pants on campus, when you weren't supposed to, if you're a, a, a lady that is just as bad as a man raped you. Those are both sins. Those are both against the rules. Well, one is probably worse than the other. And we all know it's that skirt. Like it, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just very sensitive mm. because I just switched to a new antidepressant. <laughs> but like,
0: yeah,
1: how? I'm not.
0: I, I'm not saying this just to be whatever the right word is here. I really, I there's some lo- there are some lawsuits where I can give you the top line. Here's what they're suing over, and mm-hmm. here's what the case is generally about. And you could do that here. I yeah. saw that in a number of stories about this lawsuit after it was filed. This is one of those lawsuits where. When you actually read their stories, all of which I'm more or less paraphrasing or quoting directly from the lawsuit Mm -hmm. because they told their stories in detail. Mm -hmm. Some of them, by the way, are public because they've said them before. They've just never compiled them in this way for this reason. This is a systemic problem. Mm -hmm. This is, by the way, similar stories are told in conservative evangelical churches For the same way. This idea that women are to be blamed for what happens to them. What Mm -hmm. were you wearing? You're causing mental loss after you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You put yourself in that position. And all these women are saying, one, like, no, this is not my fault. You should have investigated. You should have done your end of the deal here. Um, All they were asking for is, like, accountability. And they were, in some cases, so afraid of going to Liberty because they knew Liberty would punish them for it. By the way, Liberty in one of their statements, that again, you should probably dismiss anyway, yeah. one of their statements is like, we do have things in place where if you report something, we will not hold that against you or something. But clearly it doesn't work in action. Yeah, of doesn't, course it doesn't.
1: We just heard 12 examples of how it doesn't work in action. Um,
0: And all of this gets down. I mean, their rules are stupid. It's like the Catholic Church no gay sex rule too. It's like You're punishing something that really shouldn't be a crime, but you've decided this is a big deal. But because you have said that, these women felt too afraid. Not only were they traumatized Mm -hmm. by these men, they were traumatized by the school because they knew there was no one there they could trust. Mm -hmm. And in some cases in these stories, you couldn't trust the RA. You couldn't trust the counselor. You couldn't trust the people you worked with. It was coming back to harm you. And you couldn't even rely on the campus police to protect you. So what do you do if you're at these schools? There was a story we covered on this podcast a while ago where there was a high school student uh, who went to a Catholic high school who got pregnant by her boyfriend at the time. And the school wanted to expel her. And that was kind of the story that they're expelling the student who got pregnant because she had sex before Mm -hmm. marriage. And the whole reason that was such a bigger deal than it was... He didn't get... Expensive. Well, he did. not I don't think he went to the school, so that may have been part oh, of the issue. Sure. But had she gotten an abortion quietly, mm-hmm. privately, mm-hmm. which, are, of course, the Catholic Church is against. Of they would never have punished her because mm-hmm. she would have gotten away with it. So what lesson is the school trying to teach with these stupid policies? They're trying to teach women to be quiet and subservient. And what is Liberty Aunt. trying to do with their policies here? You know, it's Rape basically them
1: into being subservient. Like these women are in danger. Like I mean, fuck, women are in danger all the time, <laughs> everywhere yeah. we go. Like, let's deal with that first. But like when we, uh, yeah, yeah. when we talk about like ACAB, all cops are bastards. Like, it's not just violence against people of color, but it's shit like this too. Of. I, I think I will think of the cop asking Matthew for his autograph mm-hmm. for the rest of my life. Like, because it's because that to me is the perfect encapsulation of how we treat women. And it is the reason that like I like sports a lot. I play sports. The idealation, the the
0: the the hero worship the hero of worship some of those athletes.
1: Of, of athletes is fucking gross and what we let athletes student athletes and professional athletes it turns out otherwise because according to this cop Matthew's potential what football career yeah his potential football career was worth protecting more than the 15 year old girl he just assaulted mm-hmm. and i'm not sure how to I I don't know how anyone could convince me that there is anything different than that boy, that athlete's future is more important than this girl's entire life. And this guy, from what I can tell, did not go on to play in the pros, so I bet that fucking autograph is worth zero dollars and zero cents, you asswipe. Like, why?
0: Not exactly karmic, and it's not exactly related, but <sighs> one of the things Jerry Falwell Jr. always said he wanted to do was how do you get good press for any college? You have a sports team. Mm-hmm. You have you have sports teams that are good. I have. Because then they get free press, they get the attention, they get national media exposure. And so every time, like, Liberty Flames make the NCAA tournament, it's like, son of a bitch.
1: No, I have thoughts on college football. this is football.
0: after the Falwell scandals. This is maybe some comeuppance. After the Falwell scandal, uh, which, by the way, was partly precipitated by the fact that he wanted to wear a face mask with the governor's, like... Uh, blackface photo or That's something. Right. Remember that?
1: I forgot about that. Because
0: Liberty was so racist <laughs> and because so many of those students that Liberty actively recruited mm-hmm. and I don't blame those students for going there because when a Division One, I, I believe, yeah, when a Division One school says, we got a scholarship for you, we want you to come here. Like, it, you take that scholarship. I'm not blaming them for it. But after all that racism, all, a lot of those top recruits are like, I cannot stay here anymore. This place is awful. And they didn't go there because of the religion, even though if they were aware of it, as you break open another... <laughs> Listen,
1: I'm having a rough time, and I don't yeah. need your judgment. I did I, step on my I dog I wasn't just now. judging,
0: I was describing <laughs> the noise. I
1: did fully <laughs> step all. on my dog.
0: Um... The fact that they all left, like, en masse, and they're like, we, I, no, I'm not staying here because this school's too effing racist. Right. Maybe effing. that some come up in against liberty for just being generally awful all around by the way they do the same thing not the same thing they do the same awfulness with their journalism students where they're like we want you to become great journalists by the way we're gonna censor you, if you write anything. <laughs> do not
1: look into the university that's a fucking law
0: <laughs> yeah oh there's a protest on in lynchburg oh it's progressive christian sorry we won't allow you to cover it well, Journalists are they turning out the sad thing is some of them are really good because they've gone on to write stuff at legit news outlets Against and they, celebrity? Are, <laughs> they they cover it fairly like they're good journalists but they're in this system designed to punish them yeah and that's these women are doing the same thing you go to the school because you are Christian because you want to go to a Christian school and what happens? Sometimes life happens, and what happens as a result of that? You're punished for it if you dare to speak up. Like, oh, no, you had a drink of alcohol? Guess Mm -hmm. what? Nothing that happens in the next 48 hours are going to matter. Yeah. It's your fault. You took a sip. And clearly, even if they didn't do that, there's no accountability either.
1: I just, I don't know, man. I have spent the last couple days... Just having a hard time. When last night, Mikey and I watched um, Singles. Have you ever seen it? You haven't seen it. No. Um, do you know who Cameron Crowe is?
0: Her director of sorts. Correct. That's nice all I got work. for you. Oh, I he, don't know. He, what did he did
1: almost famous. He did say anything. Oh, I not like that one. He bought, We bought a zoo, which for some reason I bet you've seen. It was Matt Heard da- of it because yeah. I made
0: fun of the title. Yeah,
1: it was a dumb title. Didn't see. Uh, ostensibly a dumb oh. movie. I don't know. Matt Damon's charming. He can do whatever he wants. Anyway, we, <laughs> um, we watched Singles last night, which was his, I think, second. Movie so it takes place in the, it's a it's a '90s staple. It takes place in Seattle. It's a bunch of bunch of it's about a bunch of aimless twenty somethings, tra- white twenty somethings. I cannot be clear. There is one person of color in this entire movie. I've never seen anything like it. Um But I bring that up to say it's just put me in this headspace of like the shit women have to deal with always and forever, be- and just what we thought was. Okay, for example, there is a, a character, oh, thanks, Daddy. Um, there's a character who can't find a boyfriend, and she was like, oh, when I started, when I moved here, I started dating, and I just wanted a guy who was kind to me and funny, and we had stuff in common, and he had a stable career or a future, and blah, 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 blah. And now, I just want a guy who says "God bless you" when I sneeze. <laughs> and so eventually, she leaves Matt Dillon, who has long hair, in the movie because he's a monster and a terrible boyfriend to her, Dottie.
0: It's is all great. Like, up it's in all your good. crotch? She's all up in all of me. Yeah,
1: because she's her tail's wagging against me. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, so he she dumps her terrible boyfriend, and that at the end she gets on an elevator. He happens to be there. She sneezes. He says, "Bless you," and they get back together because women are scraping the bottom of the barrel. Even if we've like gone through it and thought this guy's the worst, and then you get out there and say, "Wait, most men are also terrible." So you go back to the terrible boyfriend you had because he said, "Fucking God bless you" when you sneezed, and not Gazoo tight. She likes God bless you better. I am just sort of in a hard space. I didn't
0: watch the show. It's a movie. Can't believe I didn't watch this movie.
1: Actually, it's, it's there's parts of it that are quite charming. Um, what's her? Uh, Keira Sedgwick is really cute in it. Um, it, it, it. I heard
0: Black Widow was out, and I'm like, I should try a Marvel movie once.
1: You know what? Never Black did. Widow was. I loved it, and I am so far over Marvel movies, uh, like action movies in general. I think I'm just sort of out on Black Widow was extremely good, and Frances Florence Florence Pugh, Frances Pugh, Florence Pugh should be in everything like I would go back to the MCU if she was in every single movie anyway all that's to say is like sitting here and listening to to a dozen stories of women who had the audacity to want to get an education and want to have fun and want to meet new people they are risk takers just by fucking going out. And I, I think what is going to hurt me for the rest of my life, because I don't know that this is ever going to change, it's just people don't care about the pain of women. They simply don't. And I, like, I don't know what else to say. Women are, con- like, there's this dichotomy always, always, always of the Christians, the conservatives, et cetera, they want to protect women. Women are to be cherished and worshipped and protected and kept safe and 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 held away from the evils of the world. And the way we'll do that is by telling them they need to dress a certain way and do a certain thing and don't talk to certain people and don't go out at these certain times of day and don't drive this kind of car and don't wear these kinds of clothes and don't have this kind of hair. And that's how you be safe. Um God, I'll tell you, the time I was raped, I was wearing a Care Bears t-shirt, so I do not think it was necessarily my wardrobe that was the situation. Um, So when you have men both pretend they care about, quote-unquote, the safety of women, and then women going to them and saying, I feel unsafe, and they're like, LOL, suck my dick, what are you talking about? We already told you not to wear pants. What else could we possibly do? Like, how... If women are listening to this and they 're in college, and something happens to them like happened to me i don 't think i didn't say anything when I got raped, and i don 't think anybody would have in my position because what the fuck was I going to do? How was I going to prove anything and all i like and i didn 't want to go through and i didn't want i didn't want a hundred people to know that I had been sexually assaulted now obviously like twenty thousand people know, but whatever. <sighs> I I just what am I supposed to do? What are we Hammond? What are we supposed to do? How am I, as a woman, supposed to go out in the world and believe that if something bad happens to me, I'll be taken care of? Like
0: I will have solutions for you oh, okay. next week.
1: Like it's just nobody cares. Like that's the thing. Nobody cares what's happening to these women because it doesn't matter to them because it doesn't affect their bottom line and it doesn't affect how good their football team does. And women are accessories at best and collateral at worst. And cool, I guess. Have fun the rest of the week, guys. I'm glad we got this out to you early. I'm glad Hammond's about to go on a fucking vacation. Listen to this with your kids as you're driving, driving in the vacation. Where are you going to, like, fucking Wisconsin? Yeah, this will be perfect drive. Yeah. Just let your kids know. They shouldn't be happy ever. Everything's terrible. I feel like garbage. I'm crying. I hate that. I'm drinking in the middle of the afternoon. Well, it's 2.15. It's early afternoon. I don't know. I don't know. Who who is coming to our rescue? Who is looking out for women? Because we're fucking not electing women, and when we do elect women, we do not listen to them or like them or listen to them. So you tell me, listeners, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Anyway, it's just really oh my god. <laughs> Don't laugh at me while well, I'm fine, you monster. You. It's I, just, that
0: wasn't a laugh at you.
1: It's just bad out there. It is. It's just, how many of these stories can we listen to? Yeah. And what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> Sorry, I...
0: You know where to find us. I'm not a new so.
1: antidepressant. I'm just really emotional, okay? You can find me at Blueberry <laughs> and Twitter. Oh, I no, I need to, before we go, I need to talk about... um. The Denver meetup. You do some vamping, sure. and I'll get details.
0: Uh, hey, there's a Facebook group if you want to discuss this episode. We'll set up a thread for it. I'm sure people have opinions. Uh, you could find us at patreon.com slash podcast. You know where to find me. Uh, friendlyatheist.com at Hem and Met on Twitter. You could find Jess at...
1: Jess Blumke is my name. Um... Okay, yeah, so it is... Um, There's
0: a meet-up in Denver when Jess is going to be there, and... Yeah,
1: it's going to be next, excuse me, two Thursdays from now. Okay, I got it pulled up. Um, okay, it is August 5th. That's a Thursday. Um, it's in uh, Arvada, um, Colorado, which is outside of of uh, Denver. Um, it's called Someplace Else Brewery. It's 6425 West 52nd Avenue. Um, and we will be there starting around four. Um, it sounds like there's going to be a pretty big group because the um, the Godless Bitches of Denver are, are helping me host it. Thank you for for uh, to Emily and uh, Jasmine that they've helped me put this whole thing together. Um, and I look forward to seeing everybody there. And also our um, Chicago meetup is August. Did I say 28th? Um, at Fat Cat, which is in Chicago, 5 p.m. whatever that Saturday is, um, in Uptown in Chicago, uh, and we'll we'll be there. Sorry for crying on Mike, but also not sorry at all. I'm gonna drink the rest of this wine.
0: All right, we'll see you later. Mm-hmm.